Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Brothers and sisters, welcome to our time of prayer and scripture together. Pro-life leader Frank Pavone here. Let's put ourselves in God's presence and feel free to leave your prayer intentions in the comments as always. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, we place ourselves in your presence. We uh, drink of your Holy Spirit and your wisdom as we delve into your word. Bless all our intentions today, Lord. We stand in forgiveness of one another. We stand in repentance for our own sins. And we ask that as we read your word again today, we may understand it more deeply, live it more faithfully, and proclaim it more effectively through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading today is from the Gospel according to Mark. Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by the way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought to him a deaf man, who had a speech impediment, and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself, away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears, and spitting, touched his tongue. And then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed, and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone, but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished, and they said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. And my simple point to you today, friends, is that this is not just a matter of a good deed done to a deaf and mute man. There's a profound significance, a profound call being, being articulated here, a profound duty that we all have, a profound and integral element to our salvation, which is that we must hear the Word of God and that we must proclaim it. We must hear the gospel of life and we must voice it. Scripture from beginning to end, this, this miracle... And this is true with all the miracles of Jesus. It taps into the deepest roots of the gospel, each one of them. Don't take just a superficial view. Oh, you see, Jesus went around doing good deeds. It's way more than that. This is touching into, first of all, the scriptures, teaching about hearing the word. God spoke and it was made. The word became flesh. God is the word. Jesus is the word. And this is what creates the very universe. Hearing Mary receiving the greeting of the angel, being told about her vocation to be the mother of the Savior. What does it say? She pondered all these things in her heart. That's a symbol of the church, the entire community of of, of Christ's followers. Daily hearing the word, pondering it. There are so many things that occlude our hearing. They block us. They make us deaf. Hardness of heart. Scripture is so filled with this. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts, the psalmist says. 
Jesus rebukes the, uh, the, the uh, Pharisees for their hardness of heart. And even he had to rebuke the apostles for their refusal to believe, their stubbornness of heart. On that first Easter night, they didn't believe the, 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 what the women had said in the morning, how slow you are to believe, slowness of the heart. Be opened, Jesus declares. The ear and the heart are deeply connected here in the, in, the, in the teaching. Be opened. Being opened in the ears, being able to hear. I mean, how many times did Jesus say, let him who has ears to hear, hear? In other words, he says, look, you've got the message. I, I'm talking to you now. The only obstacle is on the inside. It's not on the outside. I'm telling you clearly. Be opened. The deafness of those, the hardness of heart, of those who are, who are pro-abortion. How can you have... What is the, a clearer sign of hardness of heart and a more disturbing one than the willingness to kill a baby? Can there really be anything more a heart of heart than that? Be opened. It's a prayer that we are to say. Jesus said it over the, the deaf man and he was able to hear. But it's a prayer we need to say over every day over our whole culture. Deaf to the cries of these children, deaf to the, the word of life, the gospel of life. Be opened. And then it is the mouth that must be opened. And again, this goes right to the root of a key biblical theme, preach the word. Proclaim it. Paul says to Timothy, in season, out of season, convenient, inconvenient, welcome, unwelcome. But it's a message that goes from beginning to end of the scriptures. God puts his word in our hearts. Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Eating the word. Jeremiah being told, don't be afraid to speak. Don't say you're too young. What I tell you to say, you will say. Open your mouth. To believe in the heart, but then not to speak on the lips, is a, is a, is a truncating of the, it's a short-circuiting of the process that God calls us all to engage in. We are to believe. Paul, Paul quotes the, the Old Testament and he says, we believed, I believed, Therefore I spoke. Therefore I spoke. When you believe the word in your heart, you speak it on your lips. We proclaim the gospel of life. We don't just believe in it. We proclaim. Remember the secrecy and discipleship saying, there's no such thing as secret, secret discipleship. Either the discipleship will destroy the secrecy, or the secrecy will destroy the discipleship. We are to be vocal followers of Christ. Speaking in the family, speaking within the circle of our acquaintances, speaking on social media, those of you who are preachers, preaching, speaking clearly in the pulpit. And notice part of the healing here was not just that he spoke. He spoke plainly. We need plain talk. We need clear speech, not ambiguous, not beating around the bush, not confusing, not leaving people wondering what in the world was just said or how it relates to the faith that's been handed on for millennia and, and not needing nine, ten pages of theological explanation to get to the point of what was supposed to be spoken plainly. I have here, besides the scriptures, this book of rituals. These are the, the sacraments of the Catholic Church. I just wanted to point out to you, many of you are baptized Catholics, I don't know if you realize, but there's an ephatha prayer in the baptism ritual. In other words, to, re, to, to represent the fact that we who are in Christ are called to constantly be hearing 
and speaking the word without impediment, a prayer is said over the newly baptized person. And here's what, and the, and the, the minister of baptism touches the ears and the lips and says this beautiful prayer. The Lord Jesus made the deaf hear and the dumb speak. May he soon touch your ears to receive his word and your mouth to proclaim his faith to the praise and glory of God the Father. The Ephatha prayer of baptism. So, the impediment. Jesus cleared a physical impediment here, but again, the, the, the miracle related to us in the scriptures is meant to remind us. Clear away all the impediments to hearing the word of God and to preaching it. We know from the parable of the sower of the seed, worldly anxieties, attachments to the things of this world, choke off the fruitfulness of the word, get those impediments out of the way, have a pure and open heart. And then the impediment of cowardice, God, uh, Paul again speaking to Timothy, the spirit God has given us is no cowardly spirit. He gives us a spirit of boldness, boldness. To speak the word. Let's get rid of the cowardice. Let's pray against the cowardice. Let's do that now. That our ears and our lips may be ever opened. Amen. Lord, there is too much deafness to the word. We pray against that deafness right now. There's too much deafness, Lord to the basic truth that every life is sacred. Too much deafness to the gospel of life. Deafness to the cries of the children, deafness to the tears of the moms and the dads devastated by abortion. Lord God, take away the obstacles to the hearing of the word. And Lord, take away the obstacles to the speaking of the word whether it's parents to their children, friends to friends, people to their social media audiences, teachers to their classes, preachers in their pulpits to their congregations. Open the way for the word to be spoken, not in a way that confuses, but that clarifies. Not in a way that sows doubt, but that inspires certainty. Let it be spoken and let it be spoken plainly, we pray. Tongues of fire like at Pentecost, speaking boldly. Inspire courage, Lord God, in the hearts of all of us to speak your gospel of life. And we pray now in the words Jesus gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We pray as to our Heavenly Mother now. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right, thanks, friends. God bless you.
We will talk to you soon. Spread the word about these programs, and I'll look forward to talking with you again tomorrow. Hello, I'm Dr. Alveda King, board member of Priest for Life. More money is being spent in America to kill babies in the womb than to save them. Together, we need to change that, and today I want to invite you to support our work at Priest for Life. Why ours rather than other groups? Because we have a unique team that helps lead in every arena of the fight against abortion, and we activate the churches where you find people who are most likely to get involved in that fight. To awaken a pastor about abortion is to awaken thousands of people he serves. We do not receive church funding or government grants. We rely on you for individual donations. We have a very high evaluation among charities and top security on our donation site, ProLifeGift.org. You can go there for a one-time gift or to become a monthly donor, or you can call us at 321-500-1000. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.